Hey everyone, before we get into the stories, I need to give a few warnings. Story number two mentions sexual assault, and story number four does as well, but story number four is a lot more extreme, as it mentions rape multiple times, so if you don't want to hear stories like that, now you know. I'll have the stories labeled in the timestamp as usual, and before we get into the stories, remember... If you ever want to share your own story, you can send it at southerncannibal.com. Without any more further interruptions, let's get started. And remember, to always, stay hungry. Back when I was in 7th grade, I was actually pretty naive and immature for my age. The story is about my ex who we'll call Candace for the sake of privacy reasons. Me and her actually met through one of our friends. We'll call our friend Maria. Maria is actually very popular within her school and social group, so pretty much everyone knew her. One day, Maria invited me to the skating rink along with her friends, and I said yes, because why the hell not? When we got to the skating rink, Maria introduced me to Candace and she was honestly really nice when I first talked to her. She asked me if I wanted a drink, but I said no thanks, and I figured she was just being nice. After a couple of hours of badass skating, I was finally done for the day. I went to go sit down by the benches, and I basically blew all of my money that my dad gave me. Later on, Candace started talking to me again. I wasn't really interested in what she was talking about, but I just wanted to be nice so I still had conversation with her. Later on, she had asked me for my number, and I gave it to her. Now, I had only known this girl for not even two hours, so you can imagine the shock I had when she came up to me and said that she liked me. I was a dumbass at the time, so I asked her in what way, and she said she wanted to be my girlfriend. Again, I was really shocked, but at the same time, I had never had a girlfriend before, so I said sure, and I said we could start dating. Well, after about two months in, shit was already hitting the fan. She wanted to talk all the time, and she had already started planning out our future together. She said she wanted to marry me and have my kids. So I flipped the fuck out, and I told her, hell no. I'm not ready for any of those things. So I ended up breaking up with her. This bitch ended up losing her mind and going crazy, constantly stalking me and she wouldn't leave me the fuck alone. And all of this happened because I agreed to date some random girl that I met at the skating rink. So yeah, guys, do not do what I did. If you don't know someone well enough, don't agree to date them. When I was a freshman in high school, I was in a very toxic relationship. The girl that I was dating would threaten to kill herself or harm herself if I ever brought up any of the problems I had in the relationship, and she sexually assaulted me as well. When I finally got the courage to break up with her, she went ballistic. She had made up a bunch of lies to try and guilt trip me into getting back together with her, and she even got her friends to harass me. Some of the harassment was tame, but others weren't. And to give more context, she lives about two blocks away from me. On multiple occasions, she would walk by my house with her friends and throw rocks at it. She even dented my car once with them. I know this because we have security cameras. 
At lunch, she would constantly come up to me and call me all kinds of different names, and I would literally just sit there and take it. One of the worst cases of the harassment was when she hacked into my school account a day before my birthday, and she had actually emailed my math teacher, fuck you. And unfortunately, it wasn't able to be traced back, so I had to take the backlash from it. But after that, I changed my password, and we had to do mediation with counselors multiple times. Finally, everything came to a close at the very end of the school year. I got called into the principal's office during the computer coding class, and I went in there thinking that I was on attendance probation or something. But they then showed me the second email that was sent from my account the day before. This girl had spent months trying to figure out my password to send another email. This time, the email sent then read, I hope you fucking die, you annoying whore and it was sent to my English teacher. This time, however, the email was actually able to be traced back to her, and she ended up getting suspended for a week. After this incident, I was literally scared for about a year, and I thought that she would break into my house and kill my whole family. She really was that psychotic. Every time I see her in the hallway, I feel like I'm going to have a panic attack. I really hope none of you end up with a crazy ex like mine. It really sucks. This was my worst first date. My name is Anna, and I was 26 years old when this happened. I had been talking to a guy named Stefan that I met on an online dating site. Everything was really going great. He was charming, funny, and he really seemed to be a great guy. We talked over the phone for about two weeks, then decided to meet. I put my guard down, and I invited him over to my place. I know, stupid idea, but I was already head over heels for this guy. The day finally came, and I was so happy when he arrived. We went out shopping together, and we bought things we needed. We came back to my place and started making dinner. So far, everything was perfect. He was even really amazing in the kitchen, and he helped make the food. After dinner, we had sat down on the couch relaxing. This is where everything went downhill. He started shaking, and I asked if he was okay. He said that he had a confession. He said that he was a veteran, and he had been to Afghanistan, and that he saw things he was really traumatized by. He then started to go into great detail to explain what he saw. I'm not going to repeat the absolute horror that he told me, because I was actually traumatized myself for about a year from this. But he told me a lot of war stories. Things that he told me he would go to jail for telling me. I was in shock, but it only got worse. He started to act really strange, and I asked if I could do anything for him. This is when he told me that everything right now in the present moment felt like a cartoon for him. Every object he thought he could just make it disappear, and that he could draw new things and it would come to life. Then he started to remove all his clothes, because he said it burned on his skin. I was totally freaking out at this point, and I was getting terrified. I knew then that he had a psychosis, and it was time to act. So I called his mom, and she told me that he was dangerous, and that I needed to call the psych ward. So that's what I did. They told me that I needed to call another ward from his own town, so I did that. Meanwhile, this dangerous man sat naked in my living room, and he started laughing. 
It truly looked so evil. I didn't even recognize him at this point. So the psych ward that I called said that since he was in my town, they couldn't help, and that I needed to call the psych ward from my own town. So once again, that's what I did. This cycle just continued, as none of these psych wards wanted to take responsibility for this. I finally just had enough, and I called the police. Now I'm in Denmark, so instead of 911, we dial 112. So the police came and got him, and he was finally admitted to the psych ward in my town. After this all happened, I was totally broken from this experience. How could things start so good and end up so wrong? Over the next week, he ended up calling me from the psych ward, telling me that he ended up attacking a female staff member because he thought that she was a villain in his cartoon. He punched her in the throat and stomach, and he tried to strangle her as well but she was eventually saved by the other staff. He told me that it was a really good thing that he saw me as a hero in his cartoon, because if he had seen me as a bad guy, he would have attacked me in the same way, and nobody could have saved me. This was the last time I ever had any contact with him. I'm now 28 years old, and I'm still very traumatized by this. I know that this is going to be relatively lame compared to the other scary stories that you usually get, but here goes. I'm not using anyone's name to protect their identity and my own. What's scary about my story is that tons of people go through this every day. It's not a rare occurrence. Rather than a one-time scary experience, I lived through hell for a few years. You really think you know someone and then they turn into something else. I did try and leave and get help, but no one believed me for like two to three years due to the fact that I'm bipolar. I got pregnant right out of high school, and my family was very religious, so to appease them, I decided that I would marry the father slash my boyfriend, which they didn't even ask. I just blurted it out right after the part about my pregnancy. After all, we were happy together, until we were married and I was in my second trimester, that is. At the time, we were living in my parents' house, as he had a job, but was also still in high school. This was because he was a year behind due to excessive absences, and I had combined my junior and senior years to graduate a year early. He had started saying really harsh things to me, and making comments suggesting that I would be a shitty mother. When I gave birth, I had to get stitches down there, and postpartum depression, we were on an air mattress that was so painful for me to get up from, but he would never help with the baby, so I had to. His excuse not to get up at night was school the next morning. So yeah, the relationship went downhill fast, as he got more aggressive and really angry at me for things. He wasn't affectionate in any way other than wanting sex. He wouldn't call me anything other than my name, and he wouldn't hug, hold hands, cuddle, or anything. For me, that's one of my love languages, so I felt very unloved. While I was with him, I became extremely depressed and self-loathing. I was sent to psychiatric hospitals and forced to stay for at least 10 days each time because I was suicidal. He lied to doctors, saying that I would choke him and be violent. The guy was cheating on me, but had everyone convinced that I was the one sleeping around, which I'll explain shortly. He also didn't admit to cheating until way after our divorce, even though it was obvious. 
he would gaslight and control me. I couldn't leave the house except to see my parents or go to therapy. He refused to have anything to do with my family, who were only ever kind and loving to him. I couldn't spend money because it was his money. During this marriage, he would come home from work, which closed at 9 p.m. at 3 a.m., telling me he went out with his co-workers and that he also had to pet sit for a female co-worker and go over to her place alone to return the pets. I asked to go along one time, and he very quickly and angrily said no. He also wouldn't let me keep my own pet cat at our apartment, yet he would keep hers there. He expected me to be the perfect housewife when I could barely take care of myself sometimes from how depressed I was. He wanted me to cook and clean, which I wouldn't have minded if I was treated right. He decided to go vegan or something one time, so I would make him special dinners just for him, and if he didn't like it, I'd have to make two or three different dinners that night. He would make me say horrible, perverse things of all kinds, and some things about me and my own female friends during intercourse, which he demanded daily. One time we were doing things, and he said something, I can't remember what, and I told him I was done, and I didn't want to do it anymore, but he just kept going until he was done. Then he gaslighted me, saying I didn't say that. He would burst into fits of anger and berate me over the smallest things, like not cleaning a spot on the counter from something I had just baked, sometimes in front of my friends. For example, one time we were watching a movie and putting fresh sheets on the bed. I was goofing around and I got under the fitted sheet as he put it on, and we were both laughing at first, and then he suddenly muttered, Stupid bitch. I was mortified. This was the first time he'd ever called me a bad name like that. This man threatened to shoot a puppy for God's sake. Physically, I only remember him intentionally hurting me once, but once they do it once, it only gets worse from there. Once again, we were joking around. I had flicked his nipple, so he suddenly grabbed my wrist and then bent it very far. He also did this right in front of his friend. The same friend he invited to stay with us for two weeks, even when he was gone from work and I was alone with the baby, and this man that I didn't even know. This friend was really sweet to me and was supportive, and also talked to me about what I was going through. One night after about a week or two, the baby was staying with her grandmother, and my husband was at work. His family invited me to a family party that was down the road from me, so I walked and met him there. I wanted to just have a good time and let loose. I was probably still 18, maybe 19 at the time, so not legally of drinking age, but the family didn't care. I had never actually drank before, but everyone there apart from the kids were drinking. I was immediately offered a jello shot, which I very awkwardly downed. His middle-aged uncle hit on me a few times, which was creepy and he also had another uncle hanging around us who was probably 30. Over the next few hours, I believe I had nine-ish beers. Possibly more, I can't remember. Anyway, I start to black out at this point. All I remember after is being carried to a car, my drunk ass not even knowing what the hell's going on around me, and I'm laughing. I guess I thought they were going to be gentlemen and just drive me home. The next thing I know, I'm being carried by my ex-husband's friend and 30-something uncle through an old trailer home. Then I see him on top of me, and I'm naked, and the uncle's there too, whispering something in my ear, 
Then I'm carried to the bathroom. Then I wake up. I'm now on a dingy bare small mattress next to the friend. My inner thighs are covered in blood. I must have been in shock, and it's taken me a long time to actually realize that this was rape. Here I was thinking he's a nice guy, and I was drunk. So I guess we got carried away, huh? I was the one who took the responsibility at the time. I was also panicking because it was the next day, so I knew I'd be in trouble, and I had no clue where I was. The trailer was filthy, and there were more people there, even though I got dressed and left the room. Nobody there acted like anything was wrong, so I went with it. They took me to, of all things, his grandma's house for a bit. She wasn't there, but I had used the bathroom to clean up. I was still bleeding pretty heavily. I also reeked of marijuana because they kept smoking. My husband kept calling, but I was too afraid to answer. So he then texted me after a while, saying that my baby needed to go to the hospital. I was panicked, worried sick about my child. So I then had the guys drive me somewhere else where my husband came and then picked me up. I was humiliated and ashamed. We actually did go to the ER. I probably smelled like a lot of things. I really wished that I realized I was assaulted and got a rape kit done there. But of course, I didn't think that way back then. While we waited in a room with our baby, he had asked me, Did you fuck him? And I just said yes. He told everyone. Everyone thought that I was a dirty cheater. I hadn't even had the chance to realize what had really happened to me yet, but my reputation was trashed. Naturally, this was leverage for him to use against me. He got worse. I was locked up. I was hospitalized in psychiatric centers a lot. The guilt and shame I felt were unbearable. He insisted that I go to S.A., which is Sex Addicts Anonymous, which was really uncomfortable because after being assaulted, I was sitting in a room just full of men. I never even wanted sex. He was the one that demanded it and wanted gross things and used porn daily. All I ever wanted was just to be held and told that I mattered. He threatened to prove that I was an unfit mother and take my child away if I ever tried to leave. He also threatened suicide once when I was staying with a friend to get me to come back. He cried on the phone and everything, but once I was in his truck, he was fine. I was trapped, unloved. I was desperate to get away. I stayed with my best friend in their apartment. This became a whole different toxic relationship itself, but that's a different story. I was drinking a lot at the time to try and cope with my problems. I would drink until I blacked out every time. She would also like to invite random men over. One day when I was there, she was gone and was on the couch, barely awake and still drunk from the night before. Now, like a week before this, she had hit up some middle-aged man to flirt, and he offered to hook us up with some edibles sometime. I was very uncomfortable, so I just stayed quiet, but somehow he ended up getting my number. This guy was at least in his 40s. So back to this day, I get a text from that same guy. I don't remember the conversation other than he was coming over to drop off the stuff. When he got there, I wasn't thinking clearly about the situation, so I opened the door for him. He saw that I was alone and drunk, and he pushed his way in. He took advantage of me, and I didn't even bother fighting back. 
I just waited for it to be over. Later that day, I had told my friend what happened. She immediately told my husband's parents that I slept with the guy. And yeah, they really hated me for a while. I was absolutely humiliated and I felt worthless at that point. I ended up back at the apartment with my husband. We were fighting all the time and he would scream and cuss at me right in front of our now toddler. I'd ask him not to and that would just make him even more mad. Because I felt like such a worthless piece of shit, I thought that if I left him, no one would want me. I guess it was all the gaslighting that was getting to me. But one night, when he came back from suddenly leaving due to another angry outburst, I was weeping. I went to him, begging for a chance to change. I said that I would even try ECT, which is electroshock therapy for those who don't know. I said that I would do this if I had to, and I reached to embrace him. He just shoves me back, saying, What the fuck? I just ran to our room, crying on the bed. After about a minute or two, he came up and started screaming and cussing at me, pointing in my face and telling me what a worthless freeloader I was. I looked out the doorway, crying, and I saw my two-year-old at the top of the stairs behind the bars watching us, just looking scared and confused. Seeing my baby like that, that's what made me finally get the courage to leave. I got up, picked up my baby, went downstairs, grabbed the keys to my car, and then drove to my parents' house. I cried hysterically the whole way, completely overwhelmed and afraid of the future of the unknown. This event has traumatized my child, and they've asked me tons of questions about it over the years. Since separating, he has inappropriately touched me twice, and he also propositioned me once to be friends with benefits. I've also been diagnosed with PTSD since this relationship. He now treats me civilly. He even jokes with me and sends me memes on occasion. We mostly get along as long as I agree to the things he wants, as I'm still afraid to upset him. He's improved as we got older, and I do still care about him as a person. I'm now in a happy and healthy relationship, and I never drink, and I'm much more emotionally stable now. There's so much more that I could really add to this story, but it's already very long, so I'm going to end it here. Thank you all for listening, and be careful out there.